talk to people, collaborate with folks that are experienced and um, have walked a path like this before. Number three, um, Google. Google stuff. <laughs> I mean, I can tell you that if, if I, I would love to be able to print out a history of my Googling over the past five years. Talk to the marketplace. Talk to consumers and, and find out what they're interested in and, and what they'll what, what they're willing to um, move move to. Um, you know, if, if you're wanting to revolutionize the diaper industry, for example, um, you know, do some industry research by talking to people, bouncing ideas off of people. But the key is to start because if you don't start, you'll never make any progress, right? Um, don't you know? Uh, don't be afraid of of, of failing because you learn so much by failing. Um, you learn more by failing than you do by um, succeeding. And so the key is to just start. Wow. Because every step you make towards something, um, even if it's not a successful step, is an opportunity to learn. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. This is your host, Blessing Adeshio, founder and CEO of Mother Honestly. On this show, we interview ambitious women that are thriving in and beyond motherhood. Expect honest and real conversations that will encourage and inspire you to take actions on your dreams. Welcome to the Mother Honestly podcast. Today with me, I have Sarah Shadnicks, founder and CEO of Scout and Cellar. And I don't know if you've tried their wine. Uh, it was one of the very first wine we tried um, at one of our Mother Honestly events. And we immediately said, oh my goodness, we have to figure out who made this and talk to them and try to get them on our podcast. So thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on our podcast this morning. We're so excited to have you. Um, can you just walk us through the beginning? Because I know that it's hard to start anything like this. And especially as a woman and as somebody who had literally almost no idea of about wine. I mean, you probably just only drink wine and then you decided to go into making one. So let's dive into that a little bit. Sure, I'd love to do that. Well, first of all, thank you for you know loving on our product and and um, you know, serving it and sharing it at your events. We appreciate that, and I appreciate the you know, the opportunity to spend a little bit of time with you today. Um, so, a little background on me: I'm an attorney, a, a litigator by practice. I, I did that for seven and a half years or so, and I've always been passionate about wine, interested in wine. I'm a self-proclaimed wine geek, and um, so I've always had that that itch. And so I actually walked away from my legal career, a full-time legal career, in 2013 to go to pursue this passion. You know, this that voice inside all of us that doesn't use words, you know, that gut feeling? Yes. Um, to pursue this passion to work in the wine industry. So I spent a year studying to become a sommelier. And then I ended up going to work for a company in Sonoma, California, um, working with wineries all up and down the West Coast, sourcing wines to feature online. I did this for a couple of years and um, loved what I was doing, but while that was all going on, while I was studying and earning my sommelier certifications, and while I was working in the wine industry, I began to have an issue with wine, and that is I would wake up in the morning after having a glass or two out while sourcing or with, while studying or out with friends or at home with my husband over dinner, and I'd wake up in the morning with a headache. Oh, my goodness. And this went on for a long time, a couple of years. And it was so persistent that it made me regret my decision to leave my legal career that I loved and resent wine. 
And so I, you know, like any good lawyer, I, after, after becoming fed up with these feelings, I started to do research. And I talked to grape growers and winemakers and read um, FDA and TTB regulations and talked to folks that worked in the industry that were selling additives and chemicals to wineries to, you know, do things to, to their wine. And I did this research, independent research, for six to eight months. And at the end of this research, I was totally shocked at what I found. And at this point in my career, I was a wine professional. I was working in the industry. I'd been to hundreds of wineries around the world. And what I learned after this independent research was not something I didn't know um, before. And that is that lurking in all of our bottles of wine, whether 5 or $500, or hundreds of synthetic pesticides, dozens and dozens of synthetic added chemicals, and gobs of added back sugar. And it's all that junk that made me feel like junk. And so I started Scout and Cellar to share what I found. And so fast forward to 2017, we launched in August. Um, and what we do at Scout and Cellar is we source and produce clean crafted wines. And that's a process that um, I created, I developed. It's trademarked and owned by Scout and Cellar. Wow. And it's essentially um, wines that are made from grapes that are grown with no synthetic pesticides and then vinified with no chemical additives. And then we lab test twice to make sure for, for multiple um, additives and pesticides, including glyphosate. And then they earn the certification. And that's what we do. Wow. And this is this is actually eye-opening for me because my husband loves wine. I'm me and my, my, Myself and my husband, I am pregnant, so I have oh, not congrats. been fortunate um, to drink wine in a, in, a, in a couple of months now. But he loves wine. Yeah. He drinks, you know... Sometimes it goes as far as half a bottle of wine, um, you know, okay. in, in the evening. And he probably drinks sure. it every, maybe every other night. Um, so I'm actually worried for him because he's also a type 2 diabetic. So um, <clears throat> so he's, we've been arguing back and forth around, is there sugar in wine? You know, because he's like, oh, I don't think there's sugar. I think it's just grapes. And I'm oh. like, um, I, I would not be so sure. But, I mean, after listening to you, I just sent him a text message. I'm like, interviewing Scout and Cellar, and it looks like <laughs> there are tons of sugar and chemicals and pesticides in your wine. So we're, we're, we're going to walk on him and try to convert him into a Scout and Cellar, um, you know, <laughs> um, customer. Well, <laughs> well blessing. what's so interesting about wine is if you ever wanted to know what was in your wine, and I didn't think I cared what was in wine. I mean, I thought, like you probably thought, like most people probably think, it's just grapes, right? Yes. If you ever wanted to know what was in your wine, you can't because there's no ingredient label on the back. There's That's no ingredient true. label. And That's if there true. were, we looked, we looked and be... looked and we're like, there's nothing here. So it's like, uh -huh. oh, it's just trade grapes. I'm like, okay, if you say so. <laughs> but if there was an ingredient label, it would look very much like a Wonder Bread ingredient label. It would be lengthy and have a lot of chemical sounding words on it. Wow. And, and that is that is, you know, I, I love that you bring that up because, you know, a lot of women. Right. Um, they we love wine. You know, we go out on, you know, to dinner as men are having, you know, had liquor and we're just like, OK, you know, we'll, we need a glass of wine. And we're the same women that are, you know, birthing babies. And, you know, we have our periods and we have all this different, um, you know, things going on in our body. And so to to really think that we could possibly be ingesting chemicals and um sugar um it's yep. it's just added, added sugar added yep, sugar absolutely. i mean that's that's absolutely mind-blowing to me so so you started all of this and um and then you when you found this you know this lurking um chemicals in in a bottle you said okay i, I have to change this industry and you went ahead and mm -hmm. did what was the response from the market that's a great that's a great question it was overwhelming 
um, very overwhelming. And I have to I have to share kind of our, our model. So we're an e-commerce based wine company, and we share our wine our wines via a network of independent consultants who tell tell our story, tell our clean crafted story. Um, you know, here at Scout and Cellar, we are on a journey to discover the unknown good and share it along the way. And that takes so many forms. We're out to discover the unknown good in the form of our wines, in the form of our farmers, in the form of and and in ourselves. And uh, we have core values that we live out loud. Um, among them, which is probably no surprise to you based on what I've already shared, among them, and most importantly, are doing the right thing, transparency, and authenticity. Um, and, you know, I, I think not only in our products and in our business model and in our mission statement and in our core values, um, the response has been overwhelming. Um, we've had exponential growth in these 21 months that we've been around, and um, it's just been so exciting to see this clean craft and wine movement that we set out to effectuate actually take place. And and I think that you probably find that the your majority of your customers are women. Am I right? I mean, these are these are women that you know care about what goes into their body, and so that's great. I'm just great I'm just I'm just you know kind of extrapolating <laughs> based on, you know, behaviors, right? Consumer behaviors that I, I really probably, you know, I think that women are probably one of your, you know, at least over 50% of your customers. Um, well, so, yeah, absolutely. So generally speaking, women in the United States, we purchase 56% of the wine in the U.S., and we then consume 57% of it. Um, but we women, we, you know, we drive 75% of all buying decisions here in the U.S. So um, if you consider all of those um, statistics, you know, we're, we're basically making all the buying decisions here. But, yes, we drive a lot of, we, we make all the, you know, we buy a lot of more wine than men. Um, but here at Scout & Cellar, a majority of our independent consultants are women. Um, but when it comes to customers, you know, we've, we've got more of a split. Um, and, when, you know, when we women buy wine, we buy wine based on primarily three things the story behind the wine, what our friends are drinking, and the label. And how we do business here at Scout & Cellar really plays into that. And I think that those three factors probably come as no surprise to you, um, given kind of how we share de- products in general, whether it's wine or a podcast or, you know, a, a new kind of baby food or a new set of bottles or a new, you know, a podcast or whatever it is. So, um, anyway. No, I think I think this is I, I I absolutely love your business model, and I think that it's a it's the perfect way to get your product into the hands of those women that are making the buying decisions, and I mean women like me that would definitely start serving this to my husband. You know, like no, you're not gonna be drinking any of those. You know, dirty wine is what I'm <laughs> I, I'm now calling them. <laughs> we are now going to clean wine, which is scout and cellar, and and that's yep. what it's gonna clean be in the house. <laughs> Exactly. Clean crafted <laughs> wine all the way. Thank you for that endorsement blessing. I appreciate that. That's no, fine. because I mean, you're doing great work. And, and, you know, and I think wine should be as, you know, it, it's a natural resource. And so mm-hmm. how hard is it that we can provide, you know, that we, sh- we should be able to provide this as naturally as possible um, to, mm-hmm. to people? And I think that, you know, you guys are doing, you know, wonderful, wonderful work in that in that aspect. And it, it actually makes me feel comfortable, um, you know, now that I'm almost done my pregnancy. Um, I will be like, OK, you know, it's cat and seller next. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, one other question that I that I wanted yeah. to ask you is, you know, with with all of this, you know, I, I you, you mentioned that a lot of your independent consultants are women. 
um, mm-hmm. do you know what percentage of those women are moms? Uh, do you find that, you know, the a lot of your consultants are moms that, you know, maybe they're stay-at-home moms or they are just, you know, looking for a side hustle? Um, what What is the um, characteristics of those independent consultants that we just talked about? Yeah, absolutely. So a majority of them are moms, um, have two to four kids. A majority of them work outside the home in some other capacity of, of up to 30 hours a week. So Scout and Seller fits into their lives in a variety of ways. Um, so, uh, you know, basically our independent consultants look like this. They're very successful, um, hardworking, busy moms. You know, wow. again, that's a generalization, but, but that's, you know, they look very much that. like you and I. Yes, yes. Maybe, maybe I need to be a Scout and Seller consultant. I might be calling you right <laughs> after this. <laughs> save on my wine (laughs) exactly (laughs) so i mean this this is this is amazing because i love when companies create opportunities that are super easy for women and for moms to get into because a lot of moms are looking for you know something on the side or maybe they decided to stay home and nurture their ambitions at home Mm -hmm. while they're raising their kids i think this is a great opportunity for them and we have lots of women you know within our community within our broader social media um community that you know that are always coming to us and saying what can we do from home what can we get ourselves into we would love to nurture our ambitions in a different way and I think that this is maybe one of those opportunities where women can say hey you know I want to help change the wine industry I want to help change you know help you know consumers um, have a more access to clean crafted wine which is what you guys are about um Mm -hmm. so i I really i think that your business model is even beyond um you know changing the wine industry i think it's also creating opportunities um for women and for moms across across the globe uh because that's that's exactly what you do um so so beyond and and we're all about (laughs) i was just gonna offer and you know another thing that we that's really important to us for moms especially whether they're staying at home or they're getting back to the workforce we have we create and we foster a sense of community our other two core values are passion and family. And so love we that. provide a, a wonderful place for folks to collaborate and develop new relationships, whether professional or personal or both. And, you know, we're all looking for a, a, a you know, sense of community and opportunity to collaborate with bright, like-minded folks. And so that's something that's super important to us here at Scout & Cellar. Absolutely. I mean, I think you guys are doing great work. Um, where can our listeners find um, Scout & Cellar? How can they get involved? How can we get involved? I mean, this sounds like such a great organization that we would love to be a part of it. How can people join, you know, if they want to be a consultant, if they want to buy the wine, if they want to collaborate? What's the best way to, to you know, to connect? or to collaborate with Scout Absolutely. and Seller. Absolutely. Well, thank, thank you for asking. I appreciate that so much. So scoutandseller.com um, is, is where to go, and you can um, find a consultant in your area and, and go to find a consultant and type in your zip code and find a consultant in your area, or you can shop online, or you can connect with us at the corporate level um, in a variety of ways. Um, you know, to get involved in, in that way. But, but finding a consultant in your area, um, hosting a tasting, um, trying our wines, you know, is, is kind of where it's at. So, yeah. That's amazing. Um, one other thing I wanted to ask you um, to, yeah. to kind of wrap up is if somebody is looking to start something like this, maybe not necessarily wine, but they're looking to just change an industry, um, you know, take something from dirty to clean, what is the best way for them to start? What advice do you have for those women that are looking to do something similar? That's a great question. I, I think, um, you know, a couple things. Number one, um, find something about which you're passionate and or 
for, for which there's a need. And there are so many opportunities out there um, for improvement in our space, in our world, that, that we can, you know, tidy up. Um, so, so do that. Number two, um, talk to people, collaborate with folks that are experienced and um, have walked a path like this before. Number three, um, Google. Google <laughs> stuff. I mean, I can tell you that if, if I, I would love to be able to print out a history of my Googling over the past five years. Google is probably my number one business advisor um, in launching <laughs> this <is> company. So <laughs> Honestly, I mean, if, if you have a square head on your shoulders and you're, you're, you know, you can put thoughts together, you can figure out so much just by using your own initiative. And, and you know, obviously collaborating with smart people is so critical. But of course, before you do that, come up with smarter questions to ask. And you do that by, by, by Googling. Um, and then, you know, get out there and, and talk to the marketplace. Talk to consumers and, and find out what they're interested in and, and what they'll what what they're willing to um, move move to. Um, you know, if if you're wanting to revolutionize the diaper industry, for example, um, you know, do some industry research by talking to people, bouncing ideas off of people. Um, so those are some things I would offer. I love that. Thank you so much, Sarah. Sarah. I mean, this is this is amazing. I've learned so much in the last <coughs> what twenty minutes. <laughs> so the this, yeah. This well, is <laughs> Of course. Well, thanks. Can I, can I leave you with one last thing about yes. about if you're willing, if you're interested in starting something? Yes. Um, here, here's the key, and a blessing. I think you would you would agree with this, given what you've done. Um, the the key is to start because if you don't start, you'll never make any progress, right? Um, don't you know? Uh, don't be afraid of of, of failing because you learn so much by failing. Um, you learn more by failing than you do by um, succeeding. And so the key is to just start. Wow. Every step you make towards something, um, even if it's not a successful step, is an opportunity to learn and an opportunity to pivot towards something that could be something great. So the key is to start. The key is to start. Thank you so much, Sarah. It was such, it's been a pleasure talking to you, learning about your journey and seeing how successful you are, obviously, because you've, you know, put in a lot of work, obviously, but you've also really um, found a need and you have filled that need, you know, above and beyond. And I think that's, that's a testament to, you know, just again, blooming where you're planted, taking advantage advantage of opportunities, Googling <laughs> yourself to <laughs> until you're red. I mean, it's 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 great to see um, somebody living out their passion and also at the same time changing the world. So thank you so much. And thank you for inspiring so many women. Um, you know, a lot of women have asked us, Oh, are you gonna, you know, try to get, you know, Sarah on the podcast? And I'm like, Yeah, we're gonna try. And I, I we're just so happy that you are on this show and you have given us a lot to think about uh, as we continue to nurture ambitions um, alongside our children and um, continue to grow our our careers, continue to grow our family. So thank you so much for that. Um, and our listeners can find you obviously at Scout and Seller. And I think you're also on Instagram as Scout and Seller as well. Um, That's right. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much and have a wonderful weekend. Awesome. Thank you. Blessing. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Mother Honestly podcast today. If you enjoyed this episode, we urge that you go on and rate, review, and subscribe to the Mother Honestly podcast. Also follow us on Instagram. Yes. And if you would like to be a guest on our podcast, you can reach out to me, the podcast manager, Kristen Baffo, at Kristen at MotherHonestly.com. I'm so excited we have our own email. It makes us I feel know. legit. Well, see you guys when you rate, review, and subscribe to us. Thank you. Thank you.